0: is that recording yep it's rolling okay all right so i'm here with uh mr caleb say hello mr caleb hello mr caleb uh we're gonna watch gundam thunderbolt uh december sky the first one
1: and then uh we're gonna talk about it a little bit and i have limited experience on gundam in general as a lot of our listeners probably know by now so i'm not entirely sure what thunderbolt is but i've heard Great things about it.
0: You've probably got a lot more than everybody else other than <laughs> me. Gotcha. I think I've watched everything except for Victory Gundam because mm-hmm. it's really hard to find. Gotcha. You can find it on Amazon. I'm just really lazy and I don't want to buy it.
1: Oh, I gotcha. Um, and then there's the new one coming out recently or pretty yeah, soon. Yeah,
0: Witch of Mercury, which mm-hmm. I'm really excited for. Uh, Gundam Thunderbolt is it's set in the one year war. The first one is anyways. Okay very very gritty um okay it's like uh like they turn the grid up to about 12 mm-hmm. i want to say 11 but everybody gotcha. says they turned it up to 11 so I gotcha. they turned it up to about 12 okay and then uh then yeah then they put him in gundams and the main character eo he's a uh, leo some people call him leo some people call him eo it's like a translation thing or yeah it's okay. a translation thing um but uh, he's an asshole like <laughs> very very much he is a fucking asshole
1: i don't know my my bar for that is a little lower now i think because we watched a couple episodes of gundam origin and Mm -hmm. watched uh char asnable quote-unquote air quotes char Mm asnable brutally watch two people die so he could steal someone's identity and then keep his identity a secret so my bar for is this guy an asshole is kind of low sometimes yeah. yeah yeah But well, I mean, there's there were
0: there's extenuating circumstances around why Shar is kind of the way he is, but he's just an asshole. He's
1: just an asshole.
0: Though I I do like Dad Shar in uh, in Zeta. You've never seen Zeta? He's he's Dad Shar. Oh, Quattro. Yeah, mm. Quattro. Vagina. Gotcha. Vagina. Vagina. Quattro. Vaginas. Vaginas. Yeah, something like that. He's he's four vaginas in one. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> but no uh thunderbolt is uh it's very gritty okay. very very gritty i'm in i'm interested already i'm in um yeah it's it's very adult themed and honestly they take the uh the one thing that i really appreciate about about this is they treat new types um a lot like ghost in the shell okay like the there's like mystical cyber bullshit around it. Mm-hmm. In the second one, especially, there's like this whole cult that they're going after. Um, they, I, I, I think I don't remember what the fucking name of the cult is, but we'll watch it whenever we watch that one. We'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get to, to it. it. Um, but yeah, you know, we're going to watch this one, and Caleb's going to give you some fresh thoughts on it. And I'm going to give you some old thoughts on it because I've seen it about four times, but we'll be right back. Okay. So, what'd you think?
1: holy shit that was dark (laughs) (laughs) yeah i told you like gundam usually has a little bit of camp to it Mm -hmm. like like it's it's kind of serious but like it has a little bit of camp to it but gundam has a lot of camp yeah but jesus christ just fucking no holds barred on that one what the hell
0: thunderbolt's just about the same Mm. um the next one but well
1: (laughs) yeah it was about uh I think it was about halfway through I started to realize that uh, there's not really a good guy or a bad guy because I'm starting to think like, is Zeon the good guy in this one? And then I realize the whole thing is just a commentary on how shit war is, mm-hmm. which is it's just a, like it's a message that's been said before, but this is Gundam taking its take on it. And I feel like they did it really, really well.
0: They they always do that. Um, but like, you
1: know, it had a great
0: soundtrack, though
1: fucking phenomenal like i was getting cowboy bebop flashbacks with uh, a lot of those fight sequences with the jazz so mm-hmm. but the, the damn gms like they're always cannon fodder mm-hmm. and at that
0: point in the war uh those damn gms were just about as good or on par with a gundam mm-hmm. or with the original og gundam gotcha gotcha and they're just fucking cannon fodder but got to see a I- lot of smoking on ships too
1: yeah it was a. Uh- I like how they tackled it. Yeah. It's
0: like a vacuum in a uh-huh. room where people can smoke mm-hmm. because smoking's cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think that would uh I don't think that would fly in uh actually I don't know. You know, it's fucking space age magic. They can do whatever the hell they yeah, want. Yeah,
0: there there are fucking space wizards, psychic space
1: wizards. I feel like I shouldn't question the believability of something in a series with space wizards in it. So. Yeah. Yeah. And the damn
0: their their ship the, that's called a beehive. Mm-hmm that ship that they were on yeah that's one of the first times i think
1: we get to see that i'm not sure has that not been in other series like before this one
0: uh well they they did the columbus class and the beehives just like basically like two of those stacked together gotcha but the most of those columbus class ships didn't have like weapons like the beehive
1: did right 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 so so that thing was basically an armored personnel carrier equivalent but for mobile suits yeah which is pretty badass actually yeah it was pretty cool um i always liked that but so the damn thing had four fully fledged hangars mm-hmm. to launch mobile suits from so but i don't know i always think like i find the very like factory assembly line kind mm-hmm. of setup that they had go in there really neat so oh with the uh like with the launch catapults oh yeah yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's always a fun one um They do that a lot in Seed as -hmm. well. They like, you know, their Gundams are very, very bare bones and they get in the the launch tube and then they put all the weapons on and. Oh, I gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which is another thing. I don't think I've ever seen a Gundam series where they had basically spare limbs that were just dedicated to holding shields. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was that was the very first one. Those more ble- more
0: Brotherhood uh, GMS or Thunderbolt esque GMS, they mm-hmm. had those dual shields on them. Those were pretty fucking cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, they look really,
0: pretty sweet. Yeah, I really like that a lot. Um, as as a matter of fact, in our in our RPG that we're making, mm-hmm. uh, there is one uh set of parts that are that are is like the Shield Maiden that has that, so the, the, the arms can equip dual shields, and then you also nice. have dual weapons.
1: Nice, nice, nice. Yeah
0: um but i really enjoy it i i tend to call thunderbolt instead of thunderbolt i call it jojo's bizarre gundam because it's done in the same jojo's bizarre adventure the style. animation style yeah. is
1: very similar yeah to as jojo's yeah like it's very reminiscent of like just like the way they did a lot of the facial expressions especially for fuck what's his name eo yeah eo eo and it's spelled io by the way i yeah. i was so goddamn yeah. confused but yeah, just the way they did a lot of his facial expressions was very, like, unsettling. Like, obviously, because it was an interesting, there's an interesting kind of mirror between uh, him and Daryl. Mm-hmm. It was like, war is hell, and you sacrifice a lot to be good at it. Daryl sacrificed his body, EO lost his mind. Mm-hmm. So that thread there, I thought, was also a neat little touch when you kind of figure that out. Yeah. But I also like the, uh, they both have, you know, their
0: radios. Mm-hmm. And Eos is just kind of like duct taped inside. (laughs) It's fucking great. And then uh, Daryl's is like, has like an actual strap Mm -hmm. (laughs) that they've taken the time to strap the fucking
1: thing in. Yeah. Meanwhile, the psychopath is just duct taping a goddamn iPod to his dashboard, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It shows like just how
0: fucking crazy that dude is. Uh Because if that tape comes off, that is a projectile inside of your cockpit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But, and we listen, we, we watched the, uh, the English version of okay. uh, the dubbed, you know, there is a, there is a sub version of this, okay. um, which is where the translation between like EO and, and Leo come in
1: because gotcha. it's yeah. weirdness. Yeah. So I wonder if the musical, cause like all the music in this version that we just watched was English because we watched mm-hmm. the dub. Right. So like, I'm wondering if the, if the musical choices were slightly different. No, no, no. They're the same. Yeah. Oh, they were on okay. the same track. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah,
0: because,
1: I mean, jazz and... I mean, it, j- jazz doesn't have any spoken words, so you can probably keep that. Right, same, and then, like,
0: you've got, like, your Patty Loveless and mm-hmm. and all that other stuff, and it, yeah, it yeah, kind of yeah. stays the same.
1: Uh, Japan, they don't really have
0: much of that over there, so it's, you know, there's not really, like, a cult following for fat, mm-hmm. Patty Loveless, so there's not really, like, any cover bands yeah. or anything that they could possibly use. Mm-hmm. But I do like... This is one of the... um One of those where I have a hard time watching it... Undubbed because the dubbed cast for this is just so fucking good. Yeah, I will say um, that. Especially like any, I will any time that Jeremy, Jeremy Lee pops up in, in a uh, in a series, I have to watch it dubbed. She's the she was the voice of V in um, in uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, and okay. she she's the she voiced his love interest, the the captain. Uh, oh, Claudia! Uh, Claudia, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Shermie Lee. Mm-hmm. Her voice and, and her
1: voice acting is just pristine. Which, by the way, let's talk about that for a second. Dick move. Uh, spoilers in case you haven't picked up on that already. But like, shit. What's his name? Didn't have to shoot her. You didn't have to do that. like <laughs> Well, I mean, that's like you I know, know it's like a you know captain goes down with the ship kind of thing, and it's about honor but like fuck you bud yeah well
0: and and like once you like this is there's a manga about this okay so if you read the manga uh, the more brotherhood they did some really shitty things Mm -hmm. like to their city or to their citizens on site
1: four gotcha Um, yeah I really got I really got the idea like with how much they talked about more and how much they lost like how they lost their home and how it was invaded mm -hmm. I really feel like there's like some context here that would be really neat to know to like add to what's going on there Mm -hmm. but uh you said this was the first one this is the first one yeah and it's like a trilogy or just like two Is so i think they're gonna do a trilogy okay
0: um the third one's not done because the uh the writer of the manga had an accident and fucked up his hand and i think his back and stuff like that so he was not able to um write more of the manga for a long time. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, while he recuperated and all that
1: other crap. A full metal alchemist situation. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yes.
0: And, and so he's he's back to it. I don't know if he's finished it because I kind of fell off of it reading the manga, but I'm mm. not sure if he's finished it or not yet. But I know he's written a lot more of it. So there is enough there that they could do another movie. Nice. Okay. Uh, because the second movie ends on kind of like a weird note where there you're not really sure what happens like a little bit of a cliff like implied cliffhanger yeah or, yeah you know. like there's more there to explore and it kind of goes into why all this shit happened gotcha um but
1: yeah so yeah i i absolutely love the anim- like we talked about the animation style a second ago like i did absolutely love the animation style of this uh it just kind of goes to show you the the lengths that japanese animation has taken over the years because you look at like OG Gundam and it's not bad, but compared to some of the newer Gundam series, where it is a beautiful work of art. Mm-hmm. So especially this, this is, like this is you, like 2016, right? Yeah, I Something think like so. That.
0: Yeah, have you watched um Hathaway's Flash yet? No, I have not. Oh, yeah. that's the one
1: on, on Netflix. Yeah, it's on yeah. Netflix. Uh, you should watch it. Oh. I know you. You talked about the one scene. of uh, spoilers for Hathaway's Flash. I guess you talked about the one scene where. It depicts like a mobile suit battle from the like ground a, from yeah. the ground like from a civilian point yeah. of view so there's so, only yeah. there's only like two
0: mobile suit battles mm-hmm. in hathaway's flash and they did it for um a good reason uh it, there's there's a couple interviews with the people that wrote it and mm-hmm. they they really wanted to show the other side so they didn't want it to be more about the mobile suits. They wanted it to be more about the
1: people. The people experiencing um, Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So
0: they show what that looks like because Hathaway's running away from a mobile suit battle, and Got it. yeah, it's it's pretty rough. Like it's it's terrifying. But that entire show is is a work of art. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's another one. Um. Called Violet Evergarden. It's not a Gundam show, but it's okay. another it's another anime, like
1: a, a mecha anime. Or?
0: No, 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 no. It's it's like a World War II. Gotcha. Only prosthetics and mm-hmm. kind of like sci- or steampunky World gotcha. War II kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but every every you can pause that show at any time, and it is a work of art. It is just beautiful. So every slide is like that. Their production budget must have been insane. Like,
1: I don't even want to know how much they spend on animators for that. You said Violet Evergarden? Yeah, Violet Evergarden. Looking that up. Anyway, um, but like on the topic of animation style still, the, the, the one thing that really caught my eye is when EO gets in the Gundam and like the man's already a lost cause mentally already but he gets the power of a gundam and it just immediately fucking goes to his head and i don't know i don't think he is i'd, I'd have to look it
0: up on on the gundam like but i don't think he's a new type i think mm. he just has a gundam yeah
1: like and it's, it's just he like they literally said it in the movie like you are literally the only option, and that is the only reason we're giving you this. Don't fuck it up.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so, then he proceeds to fuck it exactly. Up. Yeah, that man is hard on that Gundam. Oh yes, like he's had he has it a, a total of like maybe two days, and it's uh, done. Yeah, like <laughs> it's, it's completely dead. done. <laughs> but the the scene where he gets it and goes on his quote unquote test flight mm-hmm. and. Does not just proceed to take out the enemy Zaku snipers or sorry, zeon snipers, but fucks with them mentally and tortures yeah. them in the process. Yeah. Like I said, he's an asshole. Oh yeah. He is he is a certified psychopath, for sure. Oh yeah. Like he picks that dude up and he's
0: like, ha ha, ha, ha. shoot at me now, bitches. Yeah. And then proceeds to fucking just torture him and then kill him. Like mentally. I'm pretty sure
1: I'm pretty sure you could i'm pretty sure you could play a drinking game with like the first half or so of this movie and just say take a shot every time that man does a war crime yeah oh yeah yeah it's it's pretty bad
0: yeah there were there were lots of war crimes that happened in that fucking show and and like i never thought that jazz could be scary but having jazz come through contact comms like they they showed the Mm -hmm. you know the brief contact comms Uh, and
1: just jazz i was like that's terrifying yeah exactly that like that's 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 the shot i was talking about like when you were like it was pov of that zaku pilot and you could just hear jazz faintly in the background and then getting louder and louder and then oh my fucking legs are gone now Mm uh i mentioned cowboy bebop earlier and cowboy bebop uh i feel like took like it used jazz and just the entire soundtrack of cowboy bebop is fucking amazing anyway but i feel like it had a very different feel in thunderbolt here where right. it's like the like So Bebop jazz, uses it yeah.
0: for like the ambiance and to show exactly, you yeah. you know this is not this is they seventies
1: yeah. future they or sixties future. They use it as like part of the aesthetic mm-hmm. and like they use it during the action sequences and everything, but like overall they use it for like the entire aesthetic of that show. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, they use like that very fast, aggressive jazz style. Right. And
0: I don't know what they call it. Uh it's I think it's um shit, somebody's gonna flay us for this.
1: Uh, it's,
0: um, I think it's called bebop actually bebop jazz, uh, cause it's really fast paced. It's above, mm-hmm. it's above like 190 beats per minute.
1: Oh, I was, I, I was a music major in college and I still don't know what you're talking about, but I didn't really do jazz studies or anything. Mm-hmm. So, um, sure. That sounds good, but uh, it's that, it's that very specific style of like very fast jazz with very mm-hmm. chaotic improvisations and and tons of runs and everything And it's very difficult to track with it or see where it's going. And I think that that's very intentional. It mirrors the. Just a fucking chaos of what's inside of his head. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. So I just. I love when. uh, I absolutely love when a show or a movie uses their soundtrack like very creatively Mm -hmm. like that to use the using the music as an extension of the storytelling is like really fucking cool to me. So I feel like they just knocked it out of the park with that. So, and the other thing that and, and not to
0: derail the subject of music but like they show the inside of those zeon ships mm-hmm. and like <laughs> that ship that they were on that's not a normal zeon ship so that had to have been like new like months ago mm-hmm. and just like how rusted
1: and shitty it was <laughs> and they had the worst bunks like uh-huh. <laughs> it was like Like, they're literally just, like, fucking squares in a wall. Yeah, with not even, like, a full seal on it, like, just, like, a piece of canvas. It's like a tarp or something, yeah. Like, what the hell? Daryl's sitting out there
0: listening to his music, and I can just imagine the guy next to him's like, fuck, (laughs) this guy again.
1: I'm trying to get some sleep, dude. What's really interesting to me is that this kind of got me thinking a lot about Battletech, and, you Mm -hmm. know, we're we're coming full circle here now, but um, I just recently started reading the Warrior trilogy. Mm-hmm. And that's uh damn, who was it that wrote that one? Stackpole. Stackpole. It was Michael Stackpole, that's right. So obviously with uh Justin Zhang Allard having like mm-hmm. his prosthetic and everything, just similarities there. So just in my own mind as far as like weird sci fi ideas and I-, I got some ideas for like the RPG that we're putting mm-hmm. together and that sort of thing. But I just thought that was I don't know if that's actually a talking point, but I just thought that was interesting. Well, and
0: and yeah, that that was one of my talking points too, was like, it shows you just how different Gundam is from Mm -hmm. like something like Battletech, because Mm -hmm. Battletech's like, oh, you've got this massive mech that is centuries old and Mm -hmm. they don't make very many of them and they're Mm -hmm. rare, but they're not rare, just Mm -hmm. depending on this. They're like, we entered a war a year ago and there are fucking Gundams Everywhere. everywhere yeah exactly <laughs> like oh we've got these massive 60 foot mobile suits we're just cranking out hundreds of them a day uh uh-huh. <laughs> like it's like well
1: <laughs> so there's there's a it, it's a very interesting comparison it to it really makes you wonder where they actually have the resources to build all of that shit oh who the fuck knows because like you know earth federation yeah sure okay maybe you harvest like materials from earth or other colonies or something mm-hmm. like that but like fucking Xeon, they have nowhere near the territory that the earth federation has right so like well so it, it's a little different
0: um zeon had at the beginning of the war a large yeah they had a large um Manufacturing base, yeah, because it was really easy for them to get materials because they're in space. They mm-hmm. just go out and grab an asteroid full of whatever materials yeah, they I want, yeah. That makes sense. And then grind it up. At the end of the war, they had more mobile suits than they had pilots, and that that's another contention point that I have mm-hmm. with with all of these and and when i first watched gun of thunderbolt i was like there at the end when the the gelugs show up mm-hmm. i was like oh yeah they're gonna finally show up how badass fucking gelug is and they just like, and then they didn't yeah no because they never because sh- that thing was made to fight the Gundam. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was made based on based on stolen specs and and mm-hmm. Battle data from Shar and all that mm. other stuff, and every time a Gelug shows up, it's there for like two seconds and then it's gone. Yeah. Like they literally gave Shar, they were like, "Here's this brand new Gelug. We painted it just like yours. It's it's custom tuned to you." He had it for like three minutes and left it on a colony and then jetted. Mm. He left it on Texas. Oh Jesus! Whenever they they had their little fight, mm-hmm. and then he like kid behind a boulder, got out and fucking left. What the hell? <laughs> and then he's like in the in the uh,
1: the, the Zeong? Yeah, the Xiong which is canonically a mobile suit that wasn't even fucking finished yet. Like it didn't have any, le- like that's the reason it didn't mm-hmm. have legs. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, it was a convertible convertible. Oh, so it I gotcha. has, I gotcha. It, I gotcha. It has legs, but it can detach the legs and then there's thrusters in there somehow. I don't okay. know how all that works, but
1: it's yeah. They just, Zeon just started throwing weird shit at the wall oh, and trying yeah. to make everything stick. At and the, at the they,
0: war. they show that a lot in uh stardust memory. Okay. Um, cause there's a, they they start busting out their mobile armors and you don't really see a whole lot of mobile armors. You see like the Xeong is technically a mobile armor. Mm-hmm. And then the one that Lala piloted was technically uh, the a mobile armor. Elmeth yeah. Yeah, the Elmeth. Mm-hmm. Um But they show that they there was a lot more mobile armors, like the what do they call that? The Big Zam. Right, right, right. That showed up like right at the end. Mm-hmm. Or was the Big Zam right at the end? Or was, it was that or was that during I don't remember. It's been so long since I've seen the the original Gundam.
1: I'm pretty sure it was Alboa Co is when it was it up. or was it Solomon? I don't remember. No, yet. no, you're right. It was Solomon. Yeah, but, I think I'm. I don't actually remember now. Yeah, I think it was
0: because Big yeah. Sam was like Dozel's. Yes. Thing. yeah thing. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry, go off on a
0: tangent here, but clearly we need to rewatch the original series. <laughs> well, they just need to redo the original. I'm. I'm sorry like like make a remaster of it well yeah and then they need they just need to continue the origin and just Mm -hmm. do the original the origin style is where I'm at because Mm -hmm. I I actually enjoy the origin storyline a lot more than I enjoy what they like the little exposés they do in the the original series Mm -hmm. because like it makes more sense to have Manofsky die there than it does in the original Gundam where he's like yes I'm I'm here and I've done things and it's like you're you're shit dude like yeah anyways there's a whole there's a whole contingent point there
1: i have with you have thoughts i have thoughts on so yeah on the original one but i know when we when we did watch a couple like a few episodes of origin uh like you had mentioned that that was almost a almost you could call it a retcon almost because Mm -hmm. the way manovsky dies in origin is different than the original series yes
0: yeah so yeah, the origin timeline is is a different. It's its own
1: fucking thing. Mm-hmm. But it's still technically Universal Century, but not really.
0: Yeah, I think it's just a retcon. Gotcha. I think it's it's where they wanted to take that series. Mm, I think um, there's there's they've had money and then they've not had money. Mm-hmm. Bandai has had money and then they've been very poor. Mm-hmm. Um and you see that with like the original Gundam, Sunrise didn't have a whole bunch of money. Mm-hmm then the original Gundam did really good in Japan and mm. it did really good in the United States. And they were like, yeah, fuck the United States, because we're Japanese and we don't mm. care about
1: anybody. But Japan, I've, I've been over this before in the podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, they probably didn't expect it to do well in the. US, no, so but it did focusing on the Japanese market. Um, I get that. So. Well,
0: OK, so we didn't. I, I, I lied. We didn't actually get the original Gundam until like in 90s. I think it was somewhere along in there. But the original mm. did really well in Japan. Mm -hmm. So then they had money. Yeah. And then you get Zeta Mm -hmm. and the production quality of Zeta is really good on the mechs and Mm -hmm. really poor on the people. (laughs) Like if you've never seen it, um, you go into those mech battles and, and it's like this beautiful hand drawn as good as it can be for hand drawn thing where they don't Mm -hmm. have, you know I mean? You still, you still constrained by like production times and things like that. So you don't have a whole lot of time to, draw but they do the best that they can right, right. and it, it shows that they did a lot better than they did in the original and then like they switch to a scene with people and like char's like in rift off sleeve mm-hmm. and he's outside like in space <laughs> in his shirtless because it's 80s right yeah yeah and nobody gives a shit um it's it's pretty funny uh and then you go into double zeta where i'm not really sure that they had a whole lot more money left because you get the wacky, waving, inflatable tube man animations all the fucking time. Mm. If you've never seen it, uh Zeta is or Double Zeta is I think still one of the most hated series because you go from ooh, ooh, yikes. Yeah, you go from Zeta into double which was not as dark as Thunderbolt, but mm. it was still darker. Mm-hmm. And then you go into Double Zeta where everything's like, ooh, everything's just a joke, and then I flail my arms around a lot, and it's a really weird, weird series. There's lots of dark undertones mm-hmm. in Double Zeta, but you have to get past the animation, which right. is hard for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have a lot of money there. And then you get into like the mid-'90s, where they had a whole bunch of more money, because I think they released um, Gundam and, and, and Zeta over here, and they did really well. And mm-hmm. that's where you get Stardust Memory. You get uh O8MS team, mm-hmm. you get all of that stuff coming out, and then then of course they did um, they did Gundam Wing, which mm-hmm. you reused a lot of animation, right? But if you look at like Stardust Memory and um, and O8MS team, there's not a whole lot of reused animation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but if you look at like Wing and stuff like that, there's a lot of reusable animations right. where they just go and they use the same scene over and over and over again,
1: and 08ms oh, team is one of the ones that's on my list to watch but it's good. Yeah. Uh as
0: long as you watch it up until the I think it's got 12 episodes. I think it was technically an OVA. But I think it's got 12 episodes. If you watch 11 episodes
1: and then you just leave it, that last episode it's weird. It gets weird. All right. I'm I'm going to keep that in the back of my mind and then have comments for a future podcast when I figure out what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, but, it,
0: gets, it gets really weird. But anyway,s getting back
1: to Thunderbolt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he was a fucking asshole. Oh, God. I don't think he's much an asshole as he is just completely fucked in the head. Just insane. Just He's just kind of lost his entire mind, like yeah. just everything. Yeah. Like, there's not just a few nuts rattling loose in there it's no. just like just fucking everything is loose it's in there. like
0: it's like all of the bolts are on the floorboard of the car and you're not sure how it's still driving yeah exactly yeah yeah and then <laughs> my, my one of my favorite things is when they show the commander of the living dead squadron or squadron living dead division yes 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 that that commander on that ship mm-hmm. i get very like like can't man yeah i get yeah. very like vlad the impaler vibes from that dude <laughs> like are you a vampire like it's the it's the hair I the think. Hair, I the hair and then the skin tone. Uh-huh. And and the other thing that I I appreciate about the JoJo's um animation style is they really embrace the uh the uh how do I want to say that? Um uncanny valley. Mm-hmm. They they like they're like yeah, we're not going to go we're not going to like try to mush it over. We're just going to embrace uncanny valley yeah. on our characters. Mm-hmm. It works. It works really well. But yeah, that guy is uh
1: <laughs> he was a really nice guy he just looks like a fucking vampire <laughs> i think we only saw him for like maybe two yeah, scenes and then scenes, just he violently blew up yeah so
0: yeah you know i mean
1: and that's the other thing
0: so i never really thought about using um beam sabers in the way that they did mm-hmm. like when they were gonna blow up the fucking ship mm-hmm. um and then they were like yeah we'll just use it as a precision strike i was like well that's fucking ingenious mm-hmm. <laughs> but what i have a problem with in that scene is uh the doctor lady i forget her name um oh shit yeah um i'm blanking on it too yeah but, but no, the no, doctor no, no, no. lady they were gonna blow themselves up mm-hmm. and then she freaks out when the people that were gonna die die mm-hmm. like you were just going to sacrifice them to blow up the ship and take the federation Well, she with had a you. change of heart and then they um, two seconds later are mm-hmm. turned into absolutely nothing mm-hmm. and she freaks out about it right so i'm like well um i don't really know what mindset you're in there but i yeah. I, I get it you just you witnessed a horrifying thing but at the same time you were getting ready to do a horrifying thing yeah
1: but on the bright side if she hadn't have moved 10 feet further than where she was she also would have gotten vaporized (laughs) in like two seconds absolutely vaporized yeah nothing left the amount of deus ex machina in this film is ridiculous to me so not least of which is uh a fucking lightning bolt deflecting oh right yeah like that was super lucky Mm mm-hmm you know you gotta i i really thought they were gonna tie it into some sort of new type thing Mm -hmm. but like it's interesting to me that the only mention of new types in this movie is uh like they made like a passing reference to it oh maybe he's a new type as like a joke in like one of the zeon squads and then that's fucking it Mm -hmm. so everything else is like it's not about space wizards it's about how much war sucks and i think that it's actually a lot better for it oh yeah yeah
0: I I enjoy the Thunderbolt series. Like mm. December Sky, which is the next one. Or not not sorry, not December Sky. Um Bandit Flower, which is the next one, is mm. really good. Mm. That's where we get into like the Atlas Gundam and EO is not is not any gentler on the Atlas Gundam. <laughs> we'll just <laughs> we'll just leave it there. Right. And then he gets pissed because it doesn't work the way that he wants it to work. Mm. Um but yeah. In the second
1: one, there are less child soldiers. Yeah, that was fucked up too. Like, I get it. Listen, I get it. Like, you want to you want to make a statement about how war sucks. That's what the whole this whole film is about. But like, you didn't have to go that hard in drawing them like literal children. Yeah, those those are like ten year olds. Yeah, it lit like, and it's animation or Japanese animation Mm -hmm. that. So it's it's hard to pinpoint like exactly how old someone is because. Well, you know.
0: right, but you get like a sixteen-year-old that looks like a stacked twenty-year-old. Uh. You're like, well, am I gonna go to jail for watching this, or am I not? Uh-huh. Yeah, you know. But those were children. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that was. And then he was like, "You are my shields." I'm like, dude, what the fuck, what the fuck is wrong with you, man?
1: <laughs> As like, we previously established, every bolt is loose. Sacrifice your shelf for me, children. I was like, Jesus Christ, dude what the fuck is wrong with you i expected at least a few nervous side eyes but they're all just nope just all right yeah and then, and then they were, he was literally like yeah you're the commander now and
0: he just he gets him out there and he's just like yeah fuck it i'm gone <laughs> it's like <laughs> i am out of here <laughs> see you fuckers later yeah yeah jesus christ there was a lot a lot of terrible shit that went down in there and then that, that gundam thunderbolt Like it must not have had the learning computer in it. Like is is that a thing? Yeah, there's that's the reason. That's the whole reason why the original Gundam was a 16 year old was able to pilot it as good as what he was. Now in the end of that series, Amuro had surpassed the Gundam because because he's a space wizard. wizard. But at the beginning of it, he was not a space wizard, so it was it was all due to the learning computer. And he actually says shit about it. Because they're talking about him trying to be like they're like, oh, you're a new type and all this other shit. And he's like, no, it's because of the learning computer, not any special abilities that I have. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, bullshit. But uh so this one must not have had it because
1: he gets fucked a lot. I mean, granted he did also have it for like like what we said, like what, two, three days. Yeah, but Omro had it for like two, three days and was going up against Shar. Fair. But he was also a space wizard. And he but he was also yet. a space wizard. Yes, it's there's a debate to be had there. Mm-hmm. I don't know,
0: but yeah, I'm not sure whether it did or it didn't because a lot of that stuff where Daryl like blindsided him and stuff that wouldn't have happened if he if he would have had it the Gundam would have corrected for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. It's it's up for debate. But unless Daryl is also a space wizard. Unless Daryl's a space wizard, yes. But, but I, I do that. not think EO's a space wizard. No. I there's no, there's no way. No. <laughs> Could you imagine him
1: being a space wizard? And fucking crazy. Oh, that would be awful. That's been a thing before though, hasn't it? It was like uh who was it that piloted the psycho Gundam in
0: Zeta? Oh yeah. Well she was not a she was a manufactured so she was a cyber new type. Oh uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, She was cyber new type, and they're inherently fucking crazy. Gotcha. Like uh, the chick in, uh, in Unicorn, when they reactivate her, she is the chick that pilots the Kshatriya.
1: I forget her name. Um, I don't think I've seen Unicorn either. Oh, whenever- when, when I say I have like enough knowledge about Gundam to get
0: by, mm-hmm. that's about it yeah well unicorn uh, unicorn's another one of those really good series i really mm-hmm. enjoyed unicorn i could deal with a little less unicorn in the gunpla hobby mm-hmm. because it seems like they just latched onto it and they're like yeah there's
1: a new version of unicorn every five months yeah. but it's like unicorn i'm trying to remember when unicorn it's it's like about 10 years old did it come out in like 2012
0: I, yeah i think it's yeah it's i think it was like 2012. okay I, it was 20, 2009, I believe, when they released it in Japan. I think we got it in like 2012. Gotcha. Okay. Because yeah, they, that for some odd reason, they don't like to do dubs. Yeah. So
1: I'm not a weeb, so I go off of the American calendar and I say yeah. 2012. Yeah. yeah. Um, I apologize. You're basically carrying this podcast with your notes. At yeah, this point. no,
0: it's fine. I, sure. I wrote down a bunch of notes, but I think that's all of it for my notes. What about yours?
1: Oh, I, I hit the end of mine like a while ago.
0: Oh. So, well, if we're all out of notes. I think we're all out of ammunition too. Mm-hmm. So, thanks for joining us on Maximum DACA. It's been oh, before oh. we go, we yeah. do have a Twitter. Okay, that people can go to. Okay, it's just go to Twitter, and I think it's backslash the maximum DACA. And add us on Twitter, tell us we're stupid about
1: everything. We are stupid about everything. We are stupid about everything. We're very forward about that. I feel yeah. like.
0: and then uh, we're also on Facebook and. No, you're going to edit that out. Sorry. We're also on Facebook and the YouTubes if you guys want to watch a uh,
1: terrible Battletech RPG that never got finished. We're on there. I don't think it was terrible. It did never get finished. We need to fix that. But yeah, our uh, Battletech Dark Age campaign succumbed to the same fate that almost every RPG put on by Mm -hmm. anyone over the age of 20 succumbs to people scheduling conflicts lives people have lives but all right our ammo bins are low so we're going to take some time to reload and we'll catch you next time on maximum daca see ya